Welcome to the LTC University podcast. My name is Jamie and I'm your host and I'm really excited today. We have a special guest and somebody who I met at our LTC University healthcare conference um, and she was one of our speakers and it was just a great time getting to know her, getting to meet her and that is Linda Pisicano. And she is coming to us from down in Sun City and uh, down in the Beaufort, uh, Bluffton area of our state. Linda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, it's great to have you. And uh, we're excited to talk with you today. And and now you have been in uh, a lot of different areas. You're, you are from New York City. If you haven't noticed her accent, she's definitely from <laughs> New York City. And then when you get to know her, she has that New York uh, attitude, too, which I love. I have some friends from mm. New York, and, and I love that New York attitude. So. That yeah. never goes away. It never goes away. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I have the boring Ohio attitude. So there you uh, go. But uh, we're we're both Northerners. So down here with all these all these uh, Southerners. So yeah. oh yes, <laughs> they have oh, to yes. deal with. I us. love it though. I absolutely, just love it. absolutely. Well, today we're, we're going to talk about you know, some of the things that you talked about. I want to talk about also. I want to talk about Sun City. I want to talk about kind of what it's like, what's life like down there. That's a, a big part of um, the population that we're we're trying to reach. The service, to, yeah. Yeah, and try yeah. to provide services for and and really pride, pr- provide proactive services. And how do we keep people healthy? How do we keep people living their best life? And, and so we're going to talk a little bit about everything today. But Linda, give us your background. I know you, you've been in fashion. I've been in the, everything. Oh, my goodness. Hotel. I'm, yeah. I've had a hundred different types of jobs. Yeah. But the ones that were the most exciting was designing the windows for Bloomingdale's. Nice. Um, being in the hotel industry for 15 years and being in senior living for 25. Wow. So, um, when you find your passion, you just go, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no question. It's, you know, I I used to physically live in all the communities that I had to go fix. Mm -hmm. So, um, and do all the training and classes. And I loved it because helping people is God's work. That's very important. And I also a senior now in senior living. Right. So I see it differently. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's a different if, if perspective. It were me, yeah. Yeah. And it is me. You know, I put myself in Sun City when I was 61 because I knew that was the next logical step. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an adult playground. It's great. You can do as much as you want or as little as you want. But we definitely have a number of seniors that are what's called shut ins. Mm. They yeah. don't go out. They don't get to a doctor. It's not good. It's not good. The care that um, your company is offering, it's just a matter of getting in a couple of doors and doing a couple of workshops and doing a couple of ads, and it's going to fly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 17,000 people, you know, so if you got right. a third of those, it'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, we, we have some big plans um, for that area. We have a office a physician's office that's going to be opening in the first of the year in Okatee, which is going to be a golf yes. cart or golf cart right away um, for yes. everyone there. So it's, it's, it's really exciting. The, the services that we're going to be able to provide there, you know, and, and I think a big part of our vision and our, our owner, Scott Middleton's vision is 
is really getting to people sooner, like your 61-year-old self, and saying, hey, how can we help you live the best life, you know, but be proactive about your health and, and really make it a part of your living versus reacting? Because, we, you know, that's what happens. That's what I've been taught. That's what most... Americans have been taught is you react to your health care. You, when you get sick, then you go to the doctor. Don't you don't go to the doctor right. beforehand. Let but I, you know we're we're trained to maybe go once a year if that unless we have problems. Talk about that aspect of of health care. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a a big piece of the pie. As I spoke at the conference, you know my generation is kind of used to having doctors come in rarely because nobody could afford it, mm-hmm. okay? And it was only when it was necessary. Sure. But today, having the service that Scott's offering is so necessary because people can't, they can't move. They're on a walker. They have dementia. They don't know how to get in the car. To do that to somebody is just way too much. Mm-hmm. So to have a doctor show up, and a physician's assistant and a medical assistant and whatever the needs are, bring, bring the pharmaceuticals to them, yeah. um, talking to them on a telehealth, explaining to them how to take it and what's, what's the next step. Uh, do they need home care? I mean, all the different options that are necessary for someone to live in a beautiful community like this, but to have the correct resources without having to drive all around they don't drive. They have mm-hmm. to get somebody to help them. They wind up in the hospital. They wind up in a rehab. And um, unfortunately, they're not doing as good as they used to rehabs. Some yeah. of them do a great job. If you're lucky enough to get a bed into the really good ones, great. If not, why not just go home mm-hmm. and get the services you need? We can bring rehab to them at home. Sure. So that is so important for them to understand that, you know, whatever insurance you have, we will check it to make sure it's covered and whatever extended policies be on your Medicare, all of that will be taken care of, but the service will come into your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if they need us to call an adult child while the service is happening or do a FaceTime so that the adult child can see exactly what's going on and how well it's done to get the trust buy-in, which is huge, mm-hmm. then we do that. Yeah. Talk about that. You know, what does it take? So so somebody in your shoes, you know, what does it take to build trust for, you know, somebody coming into your home? Because that, that is much more vulnerable. You know, you're... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you, you know, we, we've, we've kind of joked about this at times, you know, where, you know, when you go into... A provider goes into somebody's home, they... You know, somebody may say, and our owner, Scott, talks about this all the time, how we lie to doctors. Like, well, we only have one glass of wine or we we only have a couple cigarettes a day, you know, and then you go into their home and the ceiling's yellow. You're like, oh, I think you have more than one. It's a much yeah. more vulnerable <laughs> place when you're oh, going yeah. into somebody's home. Well, and it's I, their personal sanctuary. Yeah. Talk about you know, building trust. The older trust. you get, the less you take care of it. Mm-hmm. I've walked into some pretty horrific places because in, in assisted living, doing house calls to me mm-hmm. was very important because you got the big picture exactly 
Yeah. How bad it was. Were they hoarders? You know, were, open a refrigerator. I just brought you a couple of bottles of water, which actually we should get bottles of water mm-hmm. to say the name of the company. So it gives us a reason to put it in the fridge mm-hmm. so we could see what's going on in there. Yeah. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's it's interesting because sometimes you see a great house and it's doing well. Um I've had a couple of friends of mine in their 80s mm-hmm. whose spouses died and did not want to put them in assisted living because of COVID. And I said, you don't have to. Let's bring them home. Let's bring them home with hospice and care and PT. And sure. uh, I went by every day and we I had a couple of caregivers that used to work for me and had them hooked up. And, you know, things can happen. But your company can cover all of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about who do you know, who, who are you going to get, what's going to it's very, very doable. Yeah. Now, do you but find? I think, do you find people people in your community are are, are trusting, or oh, how yes, do you build yes. that trust well, with them? There's a few of us, myself, Carol Mullen. There's a few of us that work in Sun City that do this, that place them elsewhere, mm-hmm. or use your service to say come in. So um, we just have to get it to explode. Yeah. So they know what's going on, and, and I have different. Thoughts on that, you know, I think once the ad is good, having a home, like I have no problem opening my home and, and inviting 10 people in to listen mm. and get Robin or one of the girls come down with me to speak about it yeah, so that they know what is happening. And slowly, those 10 will tell 10 more. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, that, get you know, I think that's one way to build trust is to say, hey, this is, this is somebody you know, that's part of your community. I trust them, you know, and, and you should trust them. You know, I think that's one right. way to do it. I think having that and building that I think is, is huge. And, and, and cause honestly, word of mouth is still, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I love advertising. I love, you know, commercials. I love creating commercials. I love doing all those things and creating graphics and so on. But the very best way to advertise something is when it can be by word of mouth because you've got trust that is built in. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I think I learned a long time ago that um, providing the services is the most important tool, but making sure that you do it with integrity Mm -hmm. and dignity. Yeah. So, you know, not everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, that's great. I'll do that. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Build that trust. Yeah. You know, show them what you made of. Show them what you got. Stop by. See what they're doing. But little by little, they get they get, they get, get your life to come in once. That'll be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They'll, they'll, feel, they'll feel really protected. And secure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but it, explain to them that their whole experience is going to be like sitting in the doctor's office, yeah. except you're sitting in your home. Right. Exactly. And and there may be those, maybe those people that are, you know, 55, they may want to go to a doctor's office. You know, they may want to oh, go yeah. to a physician's oh, absolutely. office. And I think that's what's cool about your health, you know, coming to Okatee. They'll be able to do either one or a combination yeah. of that Yeah. as well. Yeah. Let me let me it's ask you great. this. Since I, for since, me, I still go to my doctor because I I love them. Sure, I know who they are. I trust them. But there's going to come a time. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And, and let me ask you this. What's since we're talking about trust, what's an easy way to break trust, Linda? What is what does that look like on the other side? Well, I, I believe you really have to sit down with the person and say, listen, um, this is what we have to offer. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. And then I want to hear a little bit about you. We have to know each other. Mm. You know, when I would go into communities, I had to sell myself to the staff and to the residents first mm. before any changes could be made yeah. or any added value, anything could be put in. Wow. That's so good. for me going in and living there. So I, I get to say to them, well, I live in Sun City. I can mm-hmm. come by and check on you, you know, whatever you need until we can get your services going. But, you know, it all starts off with, tell me about you. Where are you from? What's going on? Mm. Tell them my life story. All of a sudden, there's an equal value that's been laid out. Yeah. Okay, where do we go from here now? Yeah. Now, for me, I start building dignity, clarity, um, and then finding out for them, what is it that I can do for you? Yeah. And not a lot of people ever ask them that. Mm. How many times have I been in a... In, a, in an office with a doctor and I've had a, a woman that I've had to take over and they're talking to me like I'm the daughter. I said, can you please talk to her? Yeah. She's the patient. Talk to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they don't always do that, you know? So I think that is so important that we build that relationship. Yeah. That's, that's so good. Yeah. I, I have a, fr- I have a friend and a coworker. Um, I call her my work sister, but, um, she has a son, yeah. she has a son with down syndrome and, and he's, I think, uh, he's about 35 years old and ish somewhere around there. And he's just the, he's the best person you'll ever meet in your life. Nobody's better than him. Um, but he, he, you know, when, you know, she would take him to his doctor visits, you know, a lot of times the doctor would not pay attention to him he would talk to her and and she would just stop them and say hey why are you telling me tell him you know and he's the person he's you're seeing here. He can hear, yes yeah. and 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 you know his current provider that he has uh was, was one of our providers and you know they he's connected with him he's made he's built that trust with him and and did you know he has lost because because of the provider saying hey do this, do these things, change some of these things. He's lost over 50 pounds in the last few months, you know, and it all started because of that trust and, and focusing on him. So I think, I think that's a great point, Linda, you know, you know, when you were talking about, you know, the provider not focusing on the patient and talking to you versus them, you have to make eye contact. You have to do some of those simple things that we take for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? You'd be surprised the stories you're going to hear mm-hmm. of their lives and what they lived and what they went through. I mean, when I tell my own, they're like, really? You know, everybody's got a story. Yeah. So you start off with that and you're opening yourself up to somebody you don't even know. And that's why it starts off with me so that they can see that. And then they're more apt to open up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of my other coworkers, she, she brought back a quote from a conference that he, she heard uh, about patient experience. And, and the, you know, a lot of times when people go to their, you know, provider, they ask the question, you know, 
the provider may ask the question, what's the matter with you? And instead, the question needs to be what matters most to you? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so let me ask you that question. You know, as, as a person living in, in Sun City, what matters most to you, Linda? Um, for me, that I get up every day and I have a purpose. Mm. You know, who am I supposed to help today? Yeah. Who am I supposed to see? I like to do my walk in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's usually a little list I write down. I go to my desk and I say, okay, let's talk about this. Uh, I write down some thoughts about what's happening in the industry. I go into LinkedIn and I, and I read a lot of different things. Uh, I'm reading this very good book called The Rocking Chair Prophet. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting about a man's horrific life and what he did with it turns it around and it really gives you food for thought about how we think like you said you know what's wrong with you or tell me what is what is it that matters to you that's how he was doing it he was turning it all around Mm -hmm. and it really makes you stop and you have to inhale that thought because we are just not trained with all the negativity to come into our, our lives through commercials, through TV, through the news, you know, it, it, you have to stop and think. And I try to share that with people who are like-minded. I try to find people that are more like-minded mm-hmm. so that I could have that more around me. But, um, the most important part is that I get to give it to somebody else. Yeah. And, and, and when you're, when you've looked for providers, you know, and I'm sure it's changed over time, but what, you know, when it comes to your provider, what are you looking for? What do you, when you're looking for, you know, that primary care, what, what are the things that you're really looking for now? Well, I have a new doctor. My doctor retired. I've had her for 10 years. She was great. She was a Jersey girl. I'm a New York girl. So we could banter. I could negotiate, Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, um, but not for long. She finally nailed me a few times, which is what a good doctor should do. Mm. Uh, and this particular gal is very, very good and very caring. And because of what happened to me when not feeling well after the conference, I could not go on my trip to Portugal and Spain. So I had to file with our insurance company because you take travel insurance out through the companies. And it's a lot of paperwork, physicians, forms and stuff. So I had to get it to the um, cardiologist that did the surgery and then to my doctor and bring her all the things from Hilton Head Hospital, from the walking clinics, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. She said to me, I'll have it all done for you tomorrow at noon. Mm. Pick it up. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah. Wow. I'll have it done for you. Service. Yeah. Service is key. Yeah. I would I would have been thrilled if it was the following week, mm-hmm. never mind the next day. Yeah. You know, yeah. so service is key. That's part of one of the things that I think um we're going to be able to offer is, is an amazing service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of times that's been forgotten in the past with especially with healthcare. We think, you know, when you you know, when I've been to, you know, other offices or I've been to different places, you don't get the 
service, the customer service that you think you should get, you know, because there is another office, there is another doctor, there is another provider that I could go to or another specialist that I could go to. But I think in this healthcare world, we think, well, people have to have us, so we don't have to give them the best customer service. But I disagree. I think that customer service needs to be paramount to what we do and everything talk about that customer service side of things and how that needs to be customer service is just so important Mm. you know what it is customer service equals to me common decency respect listening Mm. skills understanding take a minute before you answer Mm. and hail what they asked you or what they told you or what they requested of you and then think before you go ahead and decide to give them the answer that's necessary sure but, you know, we all saw it right after COVID when things started to open up. They didn't have workers. People moved on to other jobs. They got paid more. They got paid what they deserved. Whatever the above is, it is. The customer service has it has moved sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, when I feel I'm not getting the right customer service, I always say, you know, I used to teach customer service. Mm-hmm. Can you Can you explain a little better than that? Or may I speak to a supervisor? Yeah. I mean, you just, you have to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always made a point when a, when a resident or like now a patient has a request. And, and if the answer is completely no, I won't say no. I'll say, let me see what I could do about that. Mm. They at least know you're trying, you've taken another step. And I'll ask my superiors because maybe there is something that I'm missing that I don't know. Yeah. So I don't want to go back with a complete no. I want to go back with not really the right way to go, but we could try this, this, and this. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. You you find a way to say yes. You know, I've heard it Mm -hmm. said that way. You know, it may not be exactly what they're asking for. And you may not be able to do exactly. exactly, but you can find a way to get to a yes somewhere. And I always say when they request something like that, is that the most important thing that's important to you right now? Or is just something else I should be working on for you? Mm, yeah. Ah, Cause we don't really know mm-hmm. until you keep yeah peeling back the layers. I think right. you just don't right. know. Yeah. That's, that's great. You know, and 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 give us what what how would you describe the demographics of of Sun City? You know the people that are living there. What what how would you describe it, Linda? Like I said, it's a playground for adults. Mm-hmm. We have over nine million dollars of amenities. At any given time, you could be doing anything. You could do something five times a day. We have over five hundred clubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go in and do ceramics. You can go in and play ping pong. You can go in and play on the pool. You, uh, you can go in and shoot pool. Uh, we got bocce. We got um, sewing club. We do have one specific club. Uh, to me, I I call it second steps. But mm-hmm. if you need someone to go food shopping for you or take you on an errand because you no longer can – they will try to get that going with people in Sun City who become volunteers. Sure. Which is great, but I think people have to be careful. You know, get more insurance on your car if you're taking somebody else in your car. You know, there's a lot of different things you got to be careful of. But if we do have that service, which is kind of nice, not everybody can, can qualify for it. 
sometimes you have to use an outside service. It's important to get the exact care that you need. And big difference than running an errand, mm-hmm. being a comparing and getting the care. Yeah. Now, uh, there's also assisted living there as well? No. There's but not. when I moved here, there were two assisted livings outside. Gotcha. There are now between Buford, Hilton Head, and Bluffton, 22. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, that's because great. it's cheaper to, to go here than it is to go back up north. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's a lot colder up there, too, as we both know. Yeah. That's the big problem. You got that right. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like, you know, amenities and services and activities are kind of, you know, what the, the the big draw is there you know that you can stay busy you can stay active you can stay you know would would you do you think health is a huge priority to people in in uh, yes. Sun city yeah yes when del webb built this he built this to have a quality of life mm-hmm. and yeah. i knew that because i was in the business to put myself right in here where i could play and i was only home on the weekends i was still working but i knew i came back i could shoot around the golf yeah. i could go play pickleball i could do my laps in the pool i could go up to the gym i could have people over for drinks one night and relax mm-hmm. it, it, it it's a different lifestyle yeah right considering that i was living in communities in a studio apartment yeah so and and so now it's 12 years later i've slowed down a little we don't have drinks on Friday night. We have rummy cube cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once in a while we'll have a drink here and there, but it's not the same. We don't have the big Halloween parties, but Sun City does have them. They have a lot of guests, individuals who come in um, to the theater to um, do their shows. And we have a, a, our own theater group that mm-hmm. are retirees. Right. You know, if they can't, if they can remember their lines, they can join. That's great. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, so right. and then we had a lot of younger people coming in on the other side at 50. So they lowered the age to 50. So right. our softball team has become not a group of 70 and 80-year-olds. Become a group of some pretty young guys who can really play softball. Yeah. It's great to watch. It's packed. Right. Yeah. So. And and with sports, there's going to come injuries. So there, Oh yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of need there, for, I'm sure medically. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I remember when my son played all sports and when he played ball, there was always these signs in the back of the field, right? Mm-hmm. And it always applied to what these kids needed. Well, we have those signs too. You know, personal injury, um Hip doctors, knee doctors, they pay for the signage because they know that these people are going to be coming in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Linda, this has been great to give us an eye of what that community is like, kind of what, you know, what are the things that are needed there? And and, and that's 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 been great. Um, What what would your final words be, you know, to, you know, you know, you're you're on this podcast, you're kind of talking to a lot of providers, a lot of staff, um, from, from your health and and house calls and and so on. So what would, what would your final message to them be? Tune up your listening skills. Mm. Make sure that they know they're being heard. Yeah. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't think they are, ask them, what is it? Like you said, what is it that you need? What Mm. can I do for you? Yeah. 
You'd yeah. be surprised the answers you would get. Yeah, and what matters most. Yeah, I think that's that's question. right. Because what 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 we have in Sun City doesn't have in uh, in upstate when you're in a very rural area that's living in a double wide. It's a completely different product, mm -hmm. a completely different uh, profile of life. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be listened to or they shouldn't be given respect and dignity and that they shouldn't be asked the right questions. That's right. Absolutely. Well, Linda, thanks for being on the podcast. You are welcome. And uh, we, we appreciate you. Uh, you did a great job at the conference. We really appreciate your time there and your thought and effort that you put into that. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for your time. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. Visit our podcast website at ltcuniversitypodcast.com. You can also subscribe to one of our other podcasts in our podcast network, The Disrupted Podcast with Scott Middleton, Experiencing Healthcare with Matt Staub, and The Thriving Practitioner Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Have a great week.